Yeah. Let's go. Computer systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib jab. Jib jab, jib jab, jib jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ podcast. Pat and AJ podcast. Clap them cheeks. Clap, 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 clap them cheeks. <laughs> oh, that, clap took, cheeks. that took about 34 seconds. Here comes Kitty. Pat was like, don't shut the door because you know what's going to happen. I told you, the cats are going to come. There he, goes the cat right I mean, there. He, I mean, he's been like woken up out of a dead sleep before to come in here and hang out with us. What's up, Dainty Loaf? Hello. Hey, everybody. How you doing, man? Pat and AJ podcast, clapping cheeks and breaking ears. What's up, uh, Elwood Blues over there? What's up with the sunglasses? It's nighttime. <laughs> I don't know. I just realized that. Like, I just went outside now. I, I, I rarely, I don't know. I just, after dark, this is going to sound weird. I don't go outside after dark. I don't know. My day's kind of wrapped up by this point. And, We're um, old. So I just. <laughs> That's what it is. For some reason. Our days used to start <laughs> right? after dark now. <laughs> so for some reason right now, before we were getting ready to, to, to do the little recording here, and it's about 7 o'clock, by the way, in case you're wondering, 7 p.m. And I uh, went to go outside in the backyard for some reason, and by instinct, I took my glasses, and then I realized, well, like, yeah, because in Arizona, you don't leave the house without sunglasses. Otherwise, you always have them, the right? sun will literally melt your eyes and your skull. <laughs> I figured that out. I think it was yeah. our second day here. I took the dog for a walk without my sunglasses, and I couldn't even open my eyes. It was so damn bright. But then I realized now it's a habit. Said, "Hold on, the sun's down. I don't need them. I'll take them off for you right now." Oh. There you go. <gasps> We see those gorgeous Ooh, Nick Cage eyes over there. She's all, you know, that's why she really wants me working from home. It's uh, so she can uh, get them cheeks clapped. That's really. What is this cheeks clapping thing? It was just uh, like today. She uh, finagled me into a booty call. Finagled you finagled into a booty call? You did. She literally checked her. I love how women. You're like a dog waiting for treats. And you're saying I finagled I you? I like how women <laughs> just have to check their calendar. They're like all she had to do was say, okay, hold on. This, that, that. I have a window <gasps> right now. Perfect. Let's go. Yeah, I have. You know? like, I have. I have like a forty-five minute break yeah, where but... I can, you know, keep working or take a break. <laughs> she and had an idea. I chose to. It didn't take forty-five minutes Just, though. Uh, don't worry. <laughs> it could have. It could have seven or nine times, but. Ah! You know. <laughs> That's why she really wants me working from home, folks. That's the reason. Keep why. an eye on on those easy, cheeks. Easy access to the cheeks getting clapped, everyone. Damn, cats are driving me crazy. Meow meow's in there. God, will you knock it off? Cut it out! It's a little one, too. He's awful in here. Like, he is, if you don't have 100% eyes on him when he's in here, he will tear shit See? up. And here you are complaining about me. Saying that Stop I'm like it. a like a dog waiting for a treat. At least I'm not as annoying as the cat. He claws the chair you're sitting in when I'm working if I'm not paying attention to him. And like it's a lazy claw. It's like like it's very dainty, but he does it just so I turn around and pay attention to him. So what I'm wondering is, and this has to be happening right now, is how are all the pandemic pets doing? Because I have to assume all the pets that were bought during the pandemic to keep people company are now having um, to deal with their owners going back to school. Going back to work. Going back to work. I talked to my sister about that because she lost her dog. I think, was it right before the pandemic? Right I think before, so. Yeah. She lost her dog. Um, he died. And she got a new Shih Tzu puppy. 
And it was right. That was also right before the pandemic started. Mm. But she was home. Her husband was working from home. And I said to her, I'm like, you know, it's going to be really hard for the dog once you guys both go back to work. Luckily, her husband, my brother-in-law, still works from home. But still, I'm like, he's going to have separation issues. Yeah, my one buddy, he got a kitten like a month or two ago. And he's doing... I mean, his work has been fucking wild since the yeah, pandemic. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that was a pandemic pet. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is his... And his, he never really got to work from home either. No, he worked from home for a long Did time. Did he? I thought he, was, I thought he was working in person. But he's been doing like, yeah, first he was home and then he was back and then it was hybrid. And now it's kind of a, there's a whole weird rigmarole. And he has a kitten now. And I wonder the same thing because I know like eventually they're going to start changing their policy, at least where he is. And he's going to probably find himself going into work traditionally more, at least like like three three days a week or something in person yeah we got that email from my company about um they are making it mandatory that you're vaccinated yeah um people who are already in the building who are not vaccinated have till a certain date to do it mm-hmm. um but i read it real carefully because i i love i love corporate speak and <laughs> yeah, I love the best. I do it? love seeing how they're going to word things to make them sound more appealing than they really are. And when, part of it was about um, eventually when, you know, it was talking about people yeah. coming back to the office and it was more of a, you will come back to the office. Eventually it wasn't like an offer of working from home still. <laughs> so I was read, you know, since I've been on the job market here in Arizona, um, I was read some legalese statement in one interview where at the end of the legalese statement ended with, would you be willing to get vaccinated for the job? Yeah. Which, so that means they've already figured out a way here in Arizona. There's a way to like say, hey, we're a blah, blah. I don't know what the fuck it was, but that's going to be, I mean, for me, it was no big deal. I'm vaccinated. I don't care. But listen, I got the Johnson and Johnson. Not only did the I get J&J. the, not only did I get the J and J, but I got it on the North end of Flint. So I may have gotten <laughs> fucking sugar water. I was okay. Say, who knows what you I got? I don't know what I, I, I could have gotten Kool-Aid, but, uh, <laughs> I was like, Oh no, that's, that's like no big deal. And it was interesting to hear the recruiter say, okay, that's good to know. Um, because that has been a deal breaker for some people. And I'm yeah. like, oh shit, man, there are people. But I guess, again, if you're working in an industry where you're comfortable enough saying, you know, the job market's um, fluid and I think I can get work elsewhere, um, I mean, fuck, go. Go it. for I it, I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's America, baby. That's you know, fine. You can do what you want, but uh, It was yeah. interesting. I The story came out today, the CDC's um, research on whether or not the vaccine has an impact on pregnant women. Yeah, and, and and today being, by the way, today is what date? Just so you know, when when we're recording, uh, this. September twenty second. Today, September twenty second, twenty twenty one. But that just came out today, and I think they they surveyed like thirty five thousand pregnant women. Basically, found that their risk for complications or miscarriage or or detrimental things to their health yeah. was no higher because all these women have now given birth. Their their issues were not any worse than if they were pregnant before the pandemic. What's the deal? But it sucks because as I'm reading it, I'm like, the people who aren't getting the vaccine don't give a shit. Like they don't, they're not going to hear this and be like, oh sure, I'll go get it. Like it's just dumb. Yeah, that's. I was uh, reading a, a thing waste. about um uh the governor of Arizona, Governor Ducey. He uh, hired a dude. He, I think he's a former Surgeon General to do like this big study and shit. And basically, what the study has figured out is that um, I think of the percentage of Arizonans at this point who were not vaccinated, like 80% of them 
there is nothing you can do yeah. or he can do as far as the governor, like, because the governor commissioned this, you know, the study trying to figure out what can we do to reach him. And, you the, can't. and the conclusion of the study was that 80% of them you can't, but at least those 20 you can. I'm like, holy no, shit. No, and that's the problem. People who, yeah. people, it's September, guys. People yeah. who haven't and gotten And that's a Republican it. governor, by the way, yeah. Ducey doing that too, yeah. Uh, oh, God. And it just, things like that piss me off. As much as I want to say, look, like he's doing. The fact that we politicized a pandemic is still beyond my comprehension. It is pretty fucking wild. But, you know, like, there's a lot of Republican governors doing that now. And as much as I applaud them, I'm like, you were also part of the problem back in, in, you know, last year. You were part of the problem. It was a fucking election year. That's why. Because because there was a big big fucking election. And that's the same reason why, if you were wondering why Michigan locked down so hard and so fast as it did, because when that shit kicked off, the governor of Michigan was still in the running to be a possible VP VP candidate for uh, the Democratic ticket. So what did she do? She went in lockstep with like Andrew Cuomo. Yeah. So it's all been fucking politics and, and it then, sucks. And then she it didn't, sucks balls. When she didn't become the VP pick, she kind of oh, just, yeah, right. just kind of like, disappeared into oblivion like you didn't hear anything Dude, from her. Not, <laughs> not only did she not get the VP nod, but then like she ends up getting like a fucking like kidnapping plot against her. She's like, I didn't sign up for this shit. Hold I, on. Yeah, I suppose the kidnapping thing I would probably uh, dissolve into oblivion too. She's, she's like, I'm just trying to move up in the world, man. I don't want <laughs> do this but no the yeah no it sucks because i think uh what the stat just came out that we've surpassed more deaths uh from covid than the spanish flu right yeah which is the flu of 1918 um which a lot of us are saying oh it correlates so much and how come we all didn't know about it because this may shock you boys and girls we acted in such an inappropriate manner that those who wrote history tended to just leave that part out yeah and uh, luckily, today we live in a society where everything is documented. Oh, uh, the for, assholes for are better, all documenting themselves. For yeah. better or for worse. I, I don't have to document the assholes. They do it yeah. on their own. <laughs> but, but it won't be a situation like 1918 where you can kind of systematically go, you know what? Now that we're through this, boy, we all kind of acted like dickheads. So let's just not talk about it. Let's not write about it. Cool. Let's it's move not on. not going to happen this time. This time we're just in a different phase of uh, of information. So, yeah, you know. It just sucks. Every and I, I, I feel... Do, I I feel like a broken record. Like every time I report on something with the vaccine or just COVID in general, I'm like, there are people who think that I'm like making this shit up. It's ridiculous. I know. Hey, listen, at least we have a a, a family guy PSA now. Who would have thought that was pretty fabulous. Who would have thought that Seth MacFarlane. And if that's not, you know, crossing uh, bridges right there, Seth MacFarlane, hey, employed by the Murdochs who own Fox. Oh, he's... But and he's, he's crossing bridges into the White House. Look, he's mending fences. He is not. He's he's part of the mainstream yeah. media. No, no. no. <laughs> Mc, McFarlane's always said that back uh, back when they would bring up that shit uh, about, like, how, how he's on Fox. And he goes, do, do, do you know what Rupert Murdoch uh, likes more than politics? Money. Yeah. And he's like, I'm worth a lot of money to him. Yeah. So he doesn't give a fuck. Seth makes money. Yeah, I make him a lot money. of money. Yeah, he doesn't care. But there's a new family guy, uh, PSA. Yeah, he basically... Seth McFarlane got together with like Fox and whatever his company is and like the ad council. Yeah. But it's like an wrote, actual like like, yeah. with, like with the government like type, type yeah, PSA. It, it's supposed to be like a PSA meets schoolhouse rock. We're pulling out all the fucking stops now. I it's mean ridiculous. holy shit we now have family. Oh! We're like if family guy can't 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 get you to get this shot. So um, I'm, and this is the last thing I reported on at work today and it blew my mind. So uh, there was a big truck that was painted black mm-hmm. and it was circling around around the stadium at the Carolina Panthers game over the weekend. And it said, don't get vaccinated. 
And un- oh, yeah. and underneath, it had the it. name of a funeral home yeah, with the good. phone number and the website. And the funeral home's not real. It yeah, was. You see, that's that's what I wondered if it's just go, a ploy. It is, but if you go to the website yeah, and it know. says, you, you know, it says, "Don't get vaccinated. We'll see you soon." Yeah. And it was it was done by like an ad company because you know what they said? They said conventional advertising isn't working. Yeah, the fact up a bit. that we have to like make the vaccine fun and flashy for people, and they're still not going to get it. I'll but tell they, you. We're have to advertise this vaccine to people? What the hell? Listen, we got a uh, family guy uh, telling you. You got uh, governors like uh, Governor Ducey here in Arizona. He's got it up on the fucking DOT signs. I'm driving on the oh highway. Oh, my God. Yeah. They're like, a, it says, like, do your part, get vaccinated. Yeah, it's like, get the fucking shot. We're doing all we can. Shit. You know what? I think I figured out one way to do it. I think uh, Metallica can help us vaccinate all of uh, North America. Metallica... Because they're on this huge PR blitz because it's the, uh, is it the 25th or 30th? 30th anniversary of the Black Album, which for Metallica was their really kind of pivotal album, which brought them out of like my world and into AJ's world. Yes. Right. And they did a pop-up show in Chicago at a place called uh, the Metro, which is about as big as this room. And it was a place they played, of course, back in 1981 or some shit. And they announced it day of. So it was like, hey, guess what? Show's tonight. Uh, it's $20. Oh. Uh, you can only get a ticket if you show up to the box office right now. So show up, yeah. buy it, and 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 get in line, basically. Oh, by the way, you have to be vaccinated to get in. And I guarantee you, if they would have set up a fucking inoculation station outside of the metro. People would have gotten vaccinated just to get into that dudes show. Dudes who are in that hard 80% of yep. like never, no way would have been like, hold on, Metallica's doing Ride the Lightning at the metro? <laughs> Oh, fuck it, man. All right. All right. I'll all pull right. up my sleeve. I mean, let's let's all be honest. We've put other questionable substances in our bodies That's, with a lot less thought. Again, so. the part that kills me <laughs> is that people put shit they don't know about in their body all day long, but now they're just, worried about the You know vaccine. what you should do? Shut just up. Just pretend that it was harvested in South America um, combined with a bunch of lethal chemicals, packaged, uh, slowly moved uh up Central America into Mexico, then shoved up into somebody's butt, and then imagine it was pulled out of the butt, and then it got into a little syringe that they want you to put in your arm. Don't you feel better now? See, Much now. better, thank see? you. Oh, That's, so relieved. See, now it makes sense to you. I don't want to talk about this the whole time. I don't time. either. I get so angry. I can't deal. Since you did bring up your work, and you know you are part of that uh, that that media crowd, you work for one of the big three. Um, and not doing like you know you're you're doing like I don't want to say fluff stuff, but it's like a lot of uh, very current hip. Um, what's trending? Yeah, kind I'm not of. doing like Lester Holt stuff. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. You're not doing shit like that. But so, can you explain to me, or or at least can we have this conversation um, about who was missing in Utah, um, who is now dead, and why we were so obsessed with her for a flash amount of time? So, to be totally honest with you, I'm not 100 percent okay. on the story, I, but I have covered it for the last couple of days, so I learned a lot. Uh, Gabby Petito was, I think, she, 20s in her 20s. She yeah. was a travel Instagrammer. Um, an influencer. An influencer, yeah. She went missing, was found at Grand Teton National Park in Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Her body was. It was just identified yesterday. 
But basically, her fiance, like, they were caught on camera by a body cam of a cop fighting on the side of the road. Like, she, like he hit her. Somebody saw it. They called the cops. The cops showed up, pulled him over. So there's body cam of that. And then all of a sudden, she disappears, and he, like, reappears in, I think he reappeared in his home state of Florida. And everybody's like, where the hell's your fiance, dude? Yeah. Um, now he's missing they did like a dive team today to look Is he for him. doing like the uh, Drew Peterson thing yeah. where at first he's like, oh, I'm here to help. And then he's like, oh, Scott nope, Peterson, Scott Peterson. There's a lot of Peterson killers out Sorry. there. But they, yeah. So they raided his home. The FBI raided his home on Monday for so like we don't six know hours. Where, where that guy is. No, they're still looking for him. They found her body. And there's like a million moving pieces with this. Basically, it just captivated everybody because she documents everything on Instagram. Okay. And like the and I did look. The last two posts she made were weird because she made all these posts about all these gorgeous places they were visiting. Yeah. And then the last two posts were very generic without a location on them. And somebody was like, I think that's her fiance posting Just stuff. Just uploading old shit. So that, it, you know, he's not a person of interest. But they're yeah. like, that's not how she writes, that she didn't tag the location. What the hell's going on? Um. So the larger kind of conversation piece that I'm seeing arise out of this, and I'm kind of in the camp of you, AJ, where I'm not even working in the news. So I really have no knowledge of of this other than it dominated headlines for a week. Well, and I was, and the first time I heard of it, I was on, um, I'm on a bunch of Arizona hiking pages. Yeah. That's where it started to manifest and that's where it exploded. And then it became a national story, but it started this conversation now about boy, do we love a fucking story about a missing, uh, pretty white girl. Yeah. And I say that, in the most empathetic way to this girl's uh, soul and being and who she was. And I'm not trying to disrespect her life or nothing like that. But there is a pattern that if you fit into a certain uh, demographic and you go missing, you can captivate a nation. The world stops. Yeah. Look at Lacey Peterson. I mean, our fucking... She's pregnant, too. Our country stopped moving for this girl for this short amount of time. And I've seen... Some folks, um, particularly one of my friends who is a uh, uh, person of color in a pretty somewhat predominant media role, say our community needs to learn how to make noise for our missing women um, so they get the same kind of coverage that this gets because statistically we always talk about this a black woman. Yeah. If you want to commit a crime against a woman and not get caught. Make your victim a black woman. Yeah, because no, it, it's like nobody cares. No one cares. It's terrible. Po- police don't care. Media don't care. That's like that's a bad uh, so, trend. Yeah. So I've seen like and and especially my friend was talking about this, saying we need to kind of learn to say like like look what happened and how fast they got results. Like they have found yeah. a body. There was a national movement. Now they're looking for the guy. So here's what I'll say about that, yeah. if you don't mind. So because... what's it like from your aspect? Because yeah, you're like literally now kind of in it where. Oh. These stories are coming and you're reporting on them. Um, I've seen a lot of my friends post that it's racism. Yeah. Um, Which, yeah, you can absolutely look at it like that. Um, You know, they're making the comparisons of Native American women that are that are and have been missing. Nobody talks about them. Black women missing. Nobody talks about them. Here's my thoughts on it. And I absolutely agree that the country has been captivated by the story. Yeah. I 
is it because she's white and pretty? I I don't know. Past, I dude, come on. I'm a I'm a come I'm a on. I'm a female white she's woman. I I don't pre- look at it like that. She was a and again with all the being. respect in the world. Yeah. She was a very visually attractive person who was living her life in kind of a very visual publicy kind of way. Well, and that's why I truly believe the case took off because these people, these influencers living their life in the public eye on Instagram, on social media, yeah. on TikTok, and then something happens to them and it goes dark and and people say, what the hell? But I mean, that's anyone. Though. No, I know. You can like open up any dateline where they say, hey, this victim normally posted a million times on Facebook and then all of a sudden on this day they stopped and, you know, put one and one together. So I'm not saying there's no racism in this yeah. because there, I'm, there absolutely is on some, for some people. Yeah. I don't know. For me, that's, I just, I just reported on it. But then I had friends this week point the finger at me, the media saying, you need to cover Native American women and black women and here Here's what I say about it, because you know why this story got so big? Because everybody shared it. Everybody talked about it. Mm-hmm. It it was the pulse of what people... It's it's literally what's trending. That's what I cover in my yeah, job yeah. is what's trending. Yeah, so, I, I totally understand that, that you are... I mean, yeah. you're, you're kind of... It's become so big to a point to where, yeah, you have to cover you it. You can't ignore it. Yeah. And, and, you know, my friends who are posting this stuff about, you know, shame on the media for not covering Native Americans, I've never seen them post anything other than, you know, they've never posted, yeah. you know, this Native American woman is missing from the reservation. and They never post that stuff so that's if you want something talked about it is in your hands get that shit out there get it talked about and it will make the news but can you concede that it's probably easier to get traction yes if you're a pretty looking white girl from the suburbs who who goes missing yeah no i can see both sides of it and i don't i i hate i just hate what about ism i think it's a terrible culture because saying you know well there's a missing native american woman doesn't negate the fact that there's a missing white woman they're both equally as important in the world yeah so what about ism i don't do that don't do that shit you know that has nothing to do with this but Yes, I agree. It is easier, you know, and it's more attractive to make a story about, like you said, a missing white woman. It is, man. Like, I watch a lot of... Uh, and, and she was a travel blogger, too. So she goes everywhere. Yeah. So, like, there was a lot on her. But I get kind of bored with um, a lot of our our uh, inform- informative murder porn, for lack of a better term. I get bored with it sometimes because I get tired of just seeing, like, another... Um. Uh, uh. I mean, I hate to say it, it's just another white woman well, is dead. You and I and, have talked about that before. We're just going to track down another killer of another white woman where I'm like, aren't there any other demographics well, of people who die? And you and I talked about that because we watched one episode about um the guy from Chicago yeah, that was finally killed. it was a person of color. It was a for person Christ of sakes. color and you and I looked at each other and said there aren't a lot of these no. in the twenty seven seasons of Dateline or like, however we many watch there fucking is. Dateline all the time. I'd say maybe once or twice in a season you get a person of color. Yeah. And it's But they like a nice white woman yeah. from the suburbs, bro, and they will tell you all about her death. They will solve that shit in forty two fucking yeah. minutes for you. So I I, don't, I get both sides of it. I really do. Yeah. But if there's one thing I can tell people if you don't like what's in the news, yeah. you make the news. Share it. Talk about it. Get it trending. That's what we talk about. So don't point the finger then yeah. when we're not covering what you want talked about. You have to be proactive too. 
But then also as the news, you have to be willing to bear witness to it, right? Absolutely. You, you have to be willing also to, to take that story and give it yeah. the exposure. Well, I mean, today, you know, the story was that they brought in dive teams to yeah. look for this Brian Laundry. So I do think they think he's name? dead or something? They, I don't know. They think that, that he killed himself? Or? Again, I'm not 100% on this case because I just started covering yeah. it like the last two days. Um, but today they brought in dive teams to search the waters. And they're like, we that doesn't mean we think he's dead, but we have to search. Mm-hmm. And I had the moment of, do I cover this? Or do I let do it you use your precious time? Because seriously, yeah. AJ, AJ gets 60 seconds and this is no bullshit. You do not get 61. No, you don't get 59. Actually, it's 59.4 uh, seconds. 59.4 I shit you seconds. not. That's it. I have 59.4 <laughs> seconds to give you three stories. And I, I had to decide, is that something if they they didn't find a body? They did a dive team search. Yeah. I'm like, no, that's not worth reporting. So you move on to something. But else. yesterday, when they identified her body, yeah, yeah, that you had to say something. So it's just it's a lose lose, yeah. really. And it's 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 also I feel like it's a lose lose for me because you feel like when you talk about it out loud that while you're shedding light on something um, that definitely needs light shed on it, you feel like you're also shitting all over yeah. a bunch of people. Because I I mean, listen, it, I don't care who you are, you you're a person and you your your life ends you in any worthy, kind of manner. Yeah. yeah. So. So, you know, it's weird to say, hey, this group isn't highlighted without making the other group feel well, discounted. And that's why I hate what about because it, it compares two groups yeah. when, you know, they're not mutually exclusive, which, you know, she can be missing and then they find your body without saying, but what about so and so like that's. It's neither here nor there. And yeah. you're right. It does. It, it, it's it's you terrible. Do. Yeah, yeah. You feel like you're putting down one without the other, but it would just nice. Uh... And I just want people to know, like, how hard news people work to figure out what is right to report. Because yeah. I see people going back and forth all day, every day, in the most objective manner. I mean, there are there's no opinions. There's nothing. And, like, I had to decide today, do I put in the Brian Laundry story about the dive team? No. Because it's, I, I, but those are decisions people have to make too. And you, here's, you here's get shit the, all over anyways. Here's my question. What made the cut over that story? Oh gosh. I don't remember what time that was. Hmm. It was, there wasn't a lot of hard news today for me to like talk about. Okay. And that's not really my job unless something huge happens. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think the most serious thing I talked about today was, uh, you know, it's, there's always COVID stuff, which okay. is serious. Um, you know, R. Kelly said he's not going to testify. Um, there were some feel good stories in there, but yeah, I mean, there was, that wasn't hard yeah. enough. He's I'm, gone. Yeah. You're yeah. like, bump him off the what, uh, news block. Well, yeah. See, as soon as she's no longer truly involved, bam, she, getting, you're, you're already cutting that right well, off. Well, but, and to be fair too, here's the other thing that happens. You report on him yeah. and then people get mad at you for doing that. Cause they're like, don't give him any attention. <sighs> Who gives a shit where he is? He killed his fiance or they think he killed his fiance. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he killed his fiance. Yeah. Um, but still they're like, well, don't, don't talk about him. You, you can't win. What a you fun, can't. what a fun job. <laughs> The dress is a closely guarded secret. The preparations have been painstaking. An ordinary girl is about to be transformed into a princess. It will be a wedding like no other. Oh, shit! Gypsy and Traveller Girls are renowned for their extravagant weddings. talking about my fake eyelashes well <laughs> no one i seriously there's a bunch of tiktoks of people that use uh, fake eyelashes um on their birds and, and they give them mohawks <laughs> so i think that'd be cute if well, you the, gave the bird a mohawk the, the fake eyelashes now are like 
crazy. I mean, you can get the natural looking ones, yeah. but those aren't fun. People get like the peacock feather ones that like come I up to love, your forehead. I love the crazy ones. The crazier you look, the more you look like a real life Jessica Rabbit. Fucking awesome. Like the more like, like, like Doja Cat. I think she's half cartoon. I don't care. <laughs> Fucking A, you do you. I bought fake eyelashes. So I've started because, you know, I'm hardcore. I, I think that the uh, TLC version of um, my uh, big fat American gypsy wedding is too sold out because it's not really about gypsies. Those are just um, American hillbillies <laughs> marrying their cousins. <laughs> They're like, we don't want to work, and we just want to get married at like I mean, 14. the gypsy thing exists here, but it's much more prominent a, overseas. What's awesome is uh, the UK versions of my big fat gypsy wedding, uh, which is available very bootleggy, like on YouTube. If you do some digging, you can watch some episodes. You can't even watch the full episode either. You have to watch like three parts, three different videos. And while it's 80% less dramatic because, you know, we're <laughs> Americans, so you have to amp up like every reality right? show by a thousand percent. And these are older too. These are like, yeah. pr- these are like 10 years old. So like they, they're not even making them like a big deal. But it's still the most entertaining shit that I watch, <laughs> man. And I watch these, these Irish girls... I mean, I don't know. Are they 12, 24? I have no idea. I don't think they, you're supposed to know. They go from like literally kind of young and hooker looking to to old. There's yeah. no there there's no in between in that world. No, I'm always amazed. I, I think I'm more fascinated about what the young girls wear to the Irish gypsy yeah. weddings. <laughs> not and not the bride and the bridesmaids. Those dresses we all know are way over the top. Yeah, yeah, the big over the top poofy dresses. It's the yeah. other outfits. You know, they are literally walking into like an ancient Catholic Irish church. But they're like dressed like but a hooker. So, but but the weird part is then they're so virtuous. Like like they're all I, virgin I girls. They don't. They've never spent a they've, night away from their family yeah they like they never even kissed a guy like it's That's nuts fucking chris so like it's, so why are you dressing like a hooch i don't know I don't, what are you trying to do i don't get any of it but i love watching this shit and i could watch it on a loop and then of course because it's you know involved with ireland my wife who's a thousand percent irish will sit down next to me and watch it with me she'll be like oh this is great let's sit down and watch it's this fun. it's a fun show it's oh there's a moggy and she's gonna marry the party and they're gonna go to marie's listen i i just enjoy it I'm there for the wedding. That's what I'm a chick. You know, I want to see what these crazy ass weddings look like on every episode. But um, we kind of, you know, like we've had this joke that AJ is probably a traveler because um, the travelers, a.k.a. the gypsies, there's a couple different sects. There there are the, the Romanian ones, right? But there are the the Irish, UK, I mean, just like UK more, right? Because they're, so, they're yeah. like all over. Your grand, your great grandfather, uh, hitched the ride over here from the Emerald Emerald Isle, and he basically was a hobo. That's what That's they a- told me. I asked my grandparents what he did, and they're like, "Oh, Grandpa Odell, he was a hobo." I'm like, "He hobo. was a what?" <laughs> so we're pretty sure that Grandpa Odell was probably some kind of a traveler that came over here. We didn't really make that uh, juxtaposition until just a few years back. We were like, "Hang on, American hobo." Irish gypsy. Yeah. Oh, my so God. <laughs> I, I give AJ, like, all types of shit about it, especially with the fact now that her her culture of Irish dancing, which you've done since you were a little girl, and you've done it all throughout your life. Everyone knows about AJ's Irish dance uh, podcast you have for the adult Irish dancers. You still compete all this shit. I but have a competition this Saturday. Your world is becoming, and we just kind of made this correlation the other day, more and more 
like the fucking gypsy weddings yeah. than it's ever been before. It's looking ridiculous, you guys. Down really to is. the fact that AJ just ordered a bunch of fucking bling, a.k.a. Fake Swarovski crystals, which are already fake diamonds, so it's a fake of a fake of a fake. I don't give a shit if they're fake. All they have to, I, I have no, a- but that's what all the gypsy girls get. Yeah. Like all the girls on the TV show, they don't like. They love the bling. Give me the bling everywhere. I, ha- I had to order gems because my solo dress is missing like forty of them, so I have to reapply them. But hold on, you told me like she already, you know, was talking with some of her local Irish dance clique, and they already asked like. Oh, so you're going to bling out your dress, right? Well, so I ordered a new solo dress because I'm, I'm going to compete at a world yeah. qualifier in bling, November. Bling, bling. Um, and so I'm, I'm getting a new solo dress. And for 200 extra dollars, they'll bling it out for you. I'm cheap. I'm also crafty. So, like, this would be fun to me. So I'm like, I'll do it. And but because I, I know that's a thing, so the self bling is a thing. And and I started talking to other dancers about it. They're like, "Oh, make sure you use this glue." And these By are the way, great, you, but you don't want those. You know, it's called bedazzling, right? You know, Shut it's you're just bedazzling it's things. Not. I will say though, and and we did discuss this the other night that the look of Irish dancers now. Just Google Irish Dance 2021. For the younger ladies, I mean, for adults, whatever you look like, you look like a dolled up adult. That's what you look like. Yeah. For the little girls, <laughs> it is getting really weird because the dress. There used to be a length um, requirement on the the skirts. It had to be like two inches or three inches above your knee. Now you can see their butts. Oh no! There's the skirt itself is like two inches oh, long. Oh, a potato! You get like an entire bodice and then two inches of skirt. They are tanning only their legs. And when I say tan, I mean like very dark, almost uh, racially insensitive tanning, which is weird because then the rest of their body is, you know, they're pale Irish white girls. Yeah, I was going to say the Irish, not exactly known for your uh, complexion. No. But hold on. Big wigs, big makeup, the fake eyelashes are a thing now. It's been kind of getting into the uh, child pageant circuit for a while. Absolutely. With the fake teeth and all the other shit. Um, and now with the, bl- I think this is a way, this is, this is my new theory. Okay. I think that the new Irish gypsies who didn't become hillbillies, right? So the ones that came over here and didn't go South, you guys reintegrated into society as Irish dancers, as Irish dancers, <laughs> right? And, and this I mean, is the new, sense. this is the new hustle, right? And because it's, it's not a cheap hobby. Oh, it is. fuck no. They charge you up the asshole, man. Yeah. It is. Trust me. That's why I had to quit when I was a kid. My parents couldn't afford it. She, it is so expensive. It is. It is pricey. So I feel like it's like it's a fucking work. And especially now with all the blinging and the tanning and the looking like this and the hard out of heart. I'm like, holy shit. This is it, dude. This is what they've done. This was the secret plan. All I along. remember in the mid to. Yeah. The mid-2000s when the sock became a big deal. Um, And I remember talking to another dancer about it. You were supposed to take, you know how your mom would like ball up your socks in a pair? Yeah. You were supposed to take a pair of balled up socks and put them under your wig to give it more height. And like some people were even doing two pairs of socks. And it was just so great. I'm like, these girls have socks under their wigs? Like what the hell? Now... 
it's like bun covers and it's like you're you're encouraged like to have, hair yeah you're encouraged and- to have it as high as freaking possible and again i think it's fine on the older girls and the adults on the little girls this whole it thing looks always, weird and like that looks the, inappropriate yeah say that's the weirdest part about like watching my big irish you know gypsy wedding or whatever is is that you know the the young ones dress like what we're used to at least accustomed to in america would be more like you know 18 or 19 of yeah. at least legally aged girls. And then, you know, as a, as a dude, of course, you're like, whoa, don't look at that. Can't look at that. And then it's odd because you see the, the moms and the aunts loving it. And I say that not only in the little gypsy show that we watch, but with the Irish dance stuff too. Yeah. I feel like the men kind of cringe and the women fucking love it. Yeah. Well, yes and no. I mean, I was talking to some dance moms the other night and we were talking about the leg tanning and how short the dresses have gotten. And it's like, they're pretty disgusted with it, but they still are like, well, it but is what it is. It, right? Yeah. You got to do it. It's funny. Um, I went to nationals, um, at, in July in Phoenix and I wasn't there to dance, but, um, there's an Irish dance music app and they asked me to cover it for them. Oh. So I went and I covered it for them and I was there for my podcast and there was, there are booths where these wig companies will now do your makeup, put on your wig for you. And I was taking video to like show people on the app and this guy, and I'm not going to say who he works for, but I'll remember because I'm not buying shit from you anymore. Um, This guy who works for like a wig company just absolutely fabulously waved me off because I was taking a video of him putting on a girl's wig for this Irish dance app. You're like taking the the secrets of the trade. I know. I was like, you know, fuck you, dude. Like, I'm I'm here, like, to cover this. It was was so weird, though. But, I mean, it was same thing. Big wig, tons of makeup. I mean, we're talking contouring, fake eyelashes. And I'm... So, hold on. What you're saying is it's another part of the hustle. Yeah. So, there's the dance schools. Yes. Now, there's the competitions, which, by the way, all cost money. Yeah. And are all put on by associations, right? No, they're all put on by schools. mm -hmm, That you have to pay to be a part of. Well, yeah. Um, They have to pay the judges and stuff to get there. And now this is just another part of it. It goes, okay, hold on. We've we've gotten all their money. What's one more thing we can come up with? And it goes, make the dresses and the costuming that outrageous that they need someone to do it for them. On the flip side, I was talking to my teacher last night at class, and we were talking about how... Things have chilled out a little bit since we were kids Um, because she's in her 20s. I'm in my 30s. And we were talking about when you were a kid and, you know, these dresses and these wigs. Now they have things that are called uh, and there's one this weekend. It's called a blackout fetch. No wigs. Um, Sometimes I mean, under a certain age, you're not allowed to wear makeup. That is a rule. Um, but you wear all black, no wig. There was even a fesh, I think it was in Oklahoma, where they, they said wear a T-shirt and either black pants or a black skirt, and that's it. No wigs, no makeup. It's all about the dancing. So in some aspects... So there's a have, movement going There's on. a huge movement, and it's nice. And like I, I've talked about this on my podcast. There's a movement, too, to make it more affordable. People are gifting dresses to each other and then redoing them to make them look current. So that you don't have to spend $3,000 on a dress. Yeah. Because these kids it's also, grow so fast. It's also a very privileged hobby. It, it absolutely is, is. There are not a, lot of, uh, not, not a lot of kids from, uh, you know, underprivileged no. homes coming by. Well, the the Odato dance school. And I, I talk about that on my podcast all the time, that that was me when I was a kid. We had to quit once my parents saw the price tags for the dresses. My yeah. sister, they were like, we can't See, do this. I almost, so I'm very passionate about making sure everybody can afford it. I almost feel like that's like a whole new thing with all the... Like, I don't remember growing up, and I'm 43. I don't remember 
all the, the girls in my neighborhood being in any kind of a fucking dance school. I don't either. I remember no. it, it was either cheer. It was cheer or, Palm. or like Girl Scout softball. Yeah. A lot of us played Girl, Girl Scouts. Scouts. Yeah, Girl Scouts. Or like volleyball or softball. Yeah. No, I don't was- remember them being all in some fight. And now it's like everyone I know who has a daughter, they're in some kind of a, if it's not a, a jazz, tap, hip hop, Irish, whatever the fuck it is, man. I'm like, where did, when did this become the norm? This yeah. is like, like the new extracurricular. I won't even say who it was, but I've worked for a couple of dance studio owners yeah. in my past. And one of them, um, said, cause they they had the little kids out there in tutus, um, not really doing much. They were just kind of standing there playing with their tutus. Yeah. Some were trying to dance. Others were not. Oh yeah. That's, that's the best now. Yeah. They have the, the zero to one classes. Yeah. <laughs> Bring you can't your, even walk yet. <laughs> pay, pay me to have your baby sit on my floor. All right. Um, one of the dance teachers said, doesn't matter. Parents just want the picture. That's all they want. Which I think is that that can kind of encompass all of it. Oh, fuck. But no, that's why I'm so passionate about making, like, I want, I love Irish dance. It's yeah. becoming affordable for people. Like, it's, but, but the look is ridiculous. I hate what it's become as far, these are little girls. Your butt shouldn't be hanging out. You, you shouldn't uh, have a tan line on your upper thigh. My God. Do you know uh, what's still the same price and nothing has changed uh, in what? Uh, over 40 years? What? It's a little league. Little league. <laughs> little league. Same, same eh, fucking 20, 20 bucks. Same 20 fucking. bucks for the season, you get a t-shirt. Here's a t-shirt. Uh, Show up on Tuesday nights for the games. There's a bat over there. Okay, done. <laughs> the Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now. At Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.